And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We're back. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we are going to critique, if you will, Underworld, Rise of the Lycans. Oh, I can't wait. Starring Michael Sheen, Bill Nighy, and Rona Mitra. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you listening, if you love Lawrence of Arabia, if you love Citizen Kane, if you love Casablanca, (laughs) if you love The Godfather, this isn't like those. Don't go there. Don't go there. (laughs) If you love comedy movies like Bringing Up Baby or Some Like It Hot or Airplane, this isn't like that either. Right. What is this like? (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. The whole thing amuses me. Lycans, by the way, for those of you dummies out there who don't know, lycans are werewolves. And werewolves are slaves of aristocratic vampires. Ah. And the leader of the Lycans is Michael Sheen, who plays Lucian. (laughs) I can't tell you about this story. He somehow manages to save the life of the daughter of the king of the vampires, Sonia, played by Rona Mitra. And her father, by the way, is Bill Nighy, wearing ice blue contact lenses that made me laugh every time he came on the screen. He's such a good actor. He really is. He's a fine actor, but I swear, I thought they were marbles in his eyes. (laughs) They looked like They glowed (laughs) like agate or something. Oh, they were the funniest thing. I've never seen in a movie that made me laugh as hard, but go ahead. It's your turn, Oh, Okay. So Lucian tries to, uh, does indeed, save the life of Sonia. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, he takes off his shackles that all the lycans wear. Right. That's to keep them reined in from turning into werewolves. That's right. As long as they have the shackles on, they are human beings that could turn into werewolves. Oh, it's very complicated. It is very complicated. Well, even though he saves Sonya's life, Victor, played by Bill Nye, he gets very, very cheesed off about this because you're not supposed to take off your shackles. So he has Lucian whipped practically to death. That's a lovely scene, isn't it? It's a lovely scene. Michael Sheen astonished me. He's so buff in this film. He has never looked that way on screen before. No, he doesn't. He looks like a little mini Tony Blair, however, (laughs) dressed up in some kind of a Halloween costume for most of this movie. I could not look at the movie without breaking into hysterics. Well, I laughed a lot, too. I really did. What can I say about this film? (laughs) Finally, the Lycans break out of their dungeon, and they take over the underworld. So for a change, the vampires lose. But they're not completely losers, because you can tell from the last scene in the film, they're going to come back. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not going to come back. I'm not going to go see Underworld 4. Me either, Les. I've had enough (laughs) Underworld. You know, actually, the real duel here is between the two actors, Bill Nighy as Victor and Michael Sheen as Lucian. That duel would be who is going to chew up the most scenery when they're on screen. I have not seen that much ham since the movie Babe opened. (laughs) I will tell you, these two guys emote. And what's so much fun about the film is that the script uses that kind of phony baloney Shakespearean English where everyone seems to be furious at one another. They're threatening each other or they're madly in love. But the language is so flowery. It's so ornate. And then you've got these special effects that are so cheesy that the morphing of the humans going into werewolves look like something out of a 
1948 Disney movie. I mean, the animation is really, really meager here. It's very lame. The sets, well, I guess the sets were supposed to look, you know, somehow medieval or something like that. But to me, it looked like a bad nightclub with that bad blue light. And the fight scenes, or the battle scenes, I should say, such quick cuts that you don't know what's happening anyway. You just see flashes of werewolves with blood dripping teeth, and that's about it. Oh, it's hilarious. It looks like a puppet show half the time. But the costumes are something that cannot be missed. I mean, these clothes that were designed, they look like something from Project Runway from a loser from that show. <laughs> Somebody must have said, why don't you you know, try and put together the cheesiest, most Las Vegas-y looking gothic outfits? And that's what all of these characters have to end up wearing. Well, this was the 13th century. You didn't have Isaac Mizrahi around to design your costumes for you. <laughs> well, that's true. However, this is a really hilarious picture. But, of course, it doesn't intend to be that way. That wasn't its M.O. when they put this film together. I think the nonsense of it all is just mind-boggling. And I have to say that I was entertained, but not for the right reasons, for all the wrong reasons. I don't know what else to say about this film. I think it's just so lousy. Well, you know, there are things that kind of save it for you. For instance, if you happen to be one of those strange people who enjoy seeing a leading man being whipped and tortured for <laughs> about five minutes, hang on, because 20 minutes later, it happens to him again. So you're going to love these <laughs> scenes in the picture. He seems to bounce back well after these life-threatening beatings because he's not in the jail cell for more than maybe a minute, a minute and a half, and he's just jumping around that jail cell as though nothing happened. It's a scream. It really is a scream. In fact, it was so much of a scream, Anne. Hang on to your seat. Here. Oh, no. I laughed so much. I had such a good time with this film, knowing how absolutely, tragically lousy it is. <laughs> that I'm not going to give it a red light. I think <laughs> I think if anybody likes this kind of silly, superstitious kind of ridiculous fights and people turning into werewolves and then sometimes not, I'm going to give it a yellow light, a very flickering yellow light. <laughs> if there's anyone out there who is excited about seeing Michael Sheen not playing a great role. He's too small for the part. That's another yes, he problem. Is. Th sure He's he is. a very diminutive actor. And when you try to give that kind of a performance, which has to be larger than life, I mean, it almost has to be played by somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That kind of a role fit him and his physique perfectly. Michael Sheehan is a small, intellectual kind of actor. So it's all wrong to have him wearing that bad wig. And oh, well, it just doesn't work for me. Okay, so I'm giving it a yellow light. Okay. Well, I'd like to say I'm not giving it any light. <laughs> there are no lights for this one. However, I'm obligated to give it something. So I'm going to say that, guess what? Rise of the Lycans, red light. This has been more fun, and <laughs> it really has. Well, dare we say that Rise of the Lycans, which is all about werewolves, is a howl? Yes, I think we're going to say that. I think we're going to have to. A red light for man, a yellow light from me for Underworld Rise of the Lycans. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies.
Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.